Did Harry get his cock size from you or Katie? Because <laughs> if he got it from Katie, he could be a porn star. And if he got it from you, sorry, bub. Uh, I don't even know which way that that insult was going. That I, <laughs> um, I mean, look, he's 50-50 for both of us. Um, I, I think he looks like Katie. I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know. <laughs> so he's got a big dick because he got he got his I, dick I'd from say. Katie. I'm Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. The Literate Apecast is not responsible for triggering your PTSD because we are warning you right now that we might. If coarse language or base stupidity from two white guys is not your jam, look elsewhere for your workout podcast. Hey there. Help you? What state is this? Sorry. You don't understand the question? Oh, no, I didn't. Most people know where they are. Why ain't most people? You're in the glorious state of Arkansas, sweetheart. How'd you know they was lying? Well, this ain't Arkansas, so everyone is lying. Your idea is incredible. I can't argue with that. We pay for everything. So this country belongs to us. It's just business. Hunting human beings for sport. They're not human beings. (laughs) Every year, a bunch of elites kidnap normal folk like us where'd they get you from wyoming mississippi orlando (laughs) and hunt us for sport hurry 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 up so it's true we're being hunted hey what are we gonna wait what is happening put him in the back with the rest Now they can't see us. You just told them we're here. What was that? I think that was a rifle. Who are these people? How are they getting away with this? Oh, you, you have no idea what you're up against. They're playing you. They'll tell you the pieces. We'll see. Of all the people you kidnapped, of all the people you killed, you picked the wrong game. Lady, you're crazy. Are you familiar with The Hunt? With this, uh, with this movie, hunt. no, no, this is a movie. The Hunt for Red October. Uh, no, this is not the Hunt. Ethan for Red Hunt October. has been in some movies. It is not seen. Ethan Hunt. No, this is a movie. The only person I know in it. I mean, there, there are name actors in it. The woman that's in Glow, like the blonde with the big tits, she's in it. Well, she is. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of her. That's 
in Glow, that's kind you of could, her defining. You could have said the the lead actress in Glow, the, the one who plays um, the American. That's too much work. Blonde with She's big boots. Not, that's very nineteen. Trust me, she was very, not. She, uh, trust me, she was not w. hired. She was not hired because of her acting chops. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, real, she is funny. This last season of Glow, oh, yeah, like she's I, really I think, funny. I mean, I think she's a great actor. But like, I haven't this seen last it, yeah. season, I was like, she's really got some comedic chops here. She does this bit where she plays the the fake flute. Like, don't see. Don't don't tell right, me this because I haven't watched any of the third season yet. I haven't had time. I thought it was the so, funniest. I mean, I might have been a right. little stoned, but it was really. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> she's really in it. She's in it. Um, Hillary Swank is in it. I mean, you, Ike Barinholtz is in it. But basically, the gist of the movie is that uh, the liberal elite decide to round up a bunch of regular Americans. Regular Americans or redneck. Americans. What's the difference? Okay. It's basically a bunch of rednecks. It's a bunch of Republicans, basically. Gotcha. And they put them in, like, I don't, I, I can't figure out from the trailer where they're going, but it's probably like Russia or something like that. But they say it's Arkansas. And <laughs> basically, basically, they kidnap them. And then the liberal elite sh- hunt them, they gun them down. It's a Bloom House. Movie. It's I like mean, the purge, but it's the purge of Republicans kind of thing. Let's remember that the that the Nazis were a leftist organization. So exactly, if you're on the and left. The, and the, you know, just and, the, and this is the thing is is it's, it's you know it's not a big movie. This isn't like this wasn't going to be a blockbuster. It's not like a movie that people are you know going to. This isn't going to be in game. Would you say right? that the movie is bigger or smaller than the actor's boobs than the blonde actor's boobs? Definitely smaller than her. Smaller boobs. than her boobs. Got it. Okay. Yeah. You know, so this isn't going to be a big, and it's first of all, it's, it's well, I mean, it's Bloomhouse, so it's not going to be yeah. like, hey, this is a blockbuster. But certain groups of Republicans decided that that was highly offensive, the idea of <laughs> kill. I mean, and they boycotted. They made a big, they made a big deal. And let's be frank, also in uh, in reaction to the most recent mass shootings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with all the guns, they they just Bloomhouse. They decided to pull it. Okay. So it's not being released, right? Okay. And that got me to thinking, first of all, I thought that's a, I understand that's a, but that's a terrible reason to not pull a movie, to pull a movie. To terrible reason. To release right. a movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, you know, I get it, but I was thinking about other movies because the thing about it is all it does, and maybe it's a brilliant marketing, all it does, I had really no interest in seeing this movie. I was like, like all right, yeah, it looked fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like... It's yeah. not like, oh, this is not a, another Jordan Peele movie. It's not like I've got to go see this. It's just like, all right, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'll watch it when it's on Netflix. But now I really fucking want to see it. Yeah, because here's my question. Are they using the automatic weapons, mm-hmm. the the assault rifles, or are they using... Well, um, this is like high-powered weapon hunting, or, uh, hunting this weapons. Is, this is high-powered. I mean, from what I again, I haven't seen the fucking movie. I've seen so this, guns the, the designed trailer. to kill man versus guns more commonly used to kill animals. I guess so. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if my stats are correct on that. But, but you know basically, what I mean. from what I get from the movie is this is, is that the rednecks fight back. Of course, you know. I mean, if it's, they're just running around just getting shot, that's not going to be terribly interesting. But the rednecks fight back, and you know, so that's the that's just what I get from the trailer. So who are the good guys in this? You know, I haven't seen the movie. How the fuck should I know? Well, I mean, probably you, you, it sounds like you understand the, the plot Republicans pretty well. Republicans are good guys, so, so should that be? They should well, be in favor think so. of it. You would think so, but it I sounds think like the mass red shooting dawn. and the yeah, mass shooting and that stuff. 
Not Red Dawn. What's all... the the Wolverines? What was that? Uh, yeah, that's uh, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Red Dawn. They did two remake, one with uh, Patrick Sway back in the 80s, like in 84, yep. and then one not too long ago, probably about five, six years ago. Which with I uh, didn't see. With Thor. And it Chris was Helmsworth plays And they it. were like, they were fighting Korea, North Korea, I think, this time. North Koreans China, were this time, and maybe. Russians were that time. Yeah, yeah, something like that. What was the movie I'm thinking of that Arnold, it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger's first big film. Wasn't that called Red Dawn or something? Piece of shit out of me. I don't Something know what you're like talking that. about. Ah, no, his anyway. his first movie is called Pumping Up or Pumping Iron. Yeah, not not that one. It was yeah. like a um. I'm talking like his first like Hollywood. There's Red Sonya. There's Red Sonya with no. Brigitte Nielsen. They're making. They're supposedly going to make a new Red Sonya, and, and supposedly Brian Singer was attached to be a director, but he's a pedophile uh, rapist, so they got rid of him. Well, see, I would have gotten rid of him, rid of him after uh, X Men Three. No, he didn't do X Men Three. He did no, that was Brett Ratner. Ratner. That was Brett Ratner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so anyway, all right. So yeah, this, I was this sounds about, stupid. I mean, like, yeah. well, if, what it made me think of is movies that have been pulled that because they were just because they were pulled. Not that I had like overt interest, just because they were pulled. Now I, I, I mean, I, I would. I'll give you an example. I love you, Daddy, Louis C.K. Oh, I love you, son. Oh, right. You know, yeah. yeah that you know that that movie. Right. Um. You know. I still, to this day, think he's a fucking one of the funniest comics I've ever heard. It doesn't matter if he jerked off in front of you. Fucking smart and funny. And they pulled that because of all the he jerks off in front of women kind of me too stuff, which is fine. But I'm telling you, if, if I was walking down the street in Las Vegas and some kid had a bootleg copy of that DVD and was selling it for 50 bucks, I'd pay the 50 bucks. I want to see that movie. Yeah, there's it's it's the whole thing. Like if you say I can't, yeah. Uh, this here's the thing. We're doing this with Harry right now. Where um, if you if you make a thing of it, like uh, okay. So the other day, um, Katie's sister Donna has got a six seven month old. Whatever she the kid is six months younger than Harry. Oh no, she, the kid's almost one. So she's got a one year old, and the one year old keeps going over to the dog's water dish and fucking with it. She just keeps fucking with it. And Donna was asking us how we got Harry to stop fucking with the dog's water dish. And Katie said, we just didn't make a thing out of it. We just said, don't do it. And just kind of ignored the activity. Like, oh, stop. Don't do that. Yeah. And he's like, okay, it's not a thing. Cool. And he moves on to the next thing that he can fuck with. Yeah. We are the same as toddlers all the way through our lives. If I've you been saying make that for a, years. Yeah, if you make a big thing of something, we're going to go, well, what's the deal? I have to know. I have to see what's going on. Oh, mom and dad, you say, don't do drugs, don't do drugs, don't smoke, don't have sex. Well, guess what I'm going to do this weekend? I'm yeah. going to go do some fucking drugs. I'm going to smoke some fucking cigarettes. I'm going to fuck some motherfucking women, you know, or men or yeah. dogs. I don't fucking know. I'm going to fuck whatever. a tree. Yeah. You a said box. I can't fuck you. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Exactly. You tell me I can't do it. I want to do it. There's a, at, at the casino, they have at the cage, there's this... And I know what it's for, but it's this little, it's a, it's a standalone red button. It's just like fucking Ren and Stimpy. It's the shiny <laughs> red fucking button. And it's got a little, like a little glass case that you can lift up so that the button can be pressed. I mean, it's very kind of cryptic. Yeah. But 
I know what the button's for is it's when people are cashing checks and they want to validate, they press the button so they can sign something or they sign something and press the button, whatever. But it just sits there, mm-hmm. this fucking red button. A red button seems a little alarming, though. That seems it's, like it's, turn it's the key intense. at the same time and press the... It's yeah. a big-ass red button, yeah. and it is. It's totally Rin and Stimpy, because I look every time I walk by the cage, I look at that button, and I go, yeah. I want to press it. The thing is, I know it's not going to do anything for me, but I really fucking want to press it. Yeah. I really want to press it yeah. all day long. So yesterday, I'm walking by, and Bess is behind the cage. I said, what's going to happen if I press this red button? And she just looks at me like I'm a fucking idiot. She's nothing. I said, so if I press this button, nothing's going to happen? She said, no. I said, can I press the button? She said, yeah. I went, I can? She said, yeah. And now I don't want to press the fucking button anymore. Because right. right. there's no mystery. It's like, nothing's going to happen if I press the button. So what's yep. the fucking fun of pressing the button? Right. It's nuts. Yeah, I think... I... Stop banning things. Okay, you no, know, some, things should, no some things some should... No, some things should be banned. Right, okay, fine. But like the things... I mean, like think about it. Like... Should we ban assault rifles? Probably. Should yeah. we ban hard drugs like heroin and yeah, probably. No. Well, should we ban weed? No. Should we ban alcohol? Well, we know that didn't fucking work. It didn't work. That's the thing is when you try to ban things, especially in the United States, when you try to ban it, prohibit people from doing it, if they want it, they're going to fucking find a way to get it. And it's always going to end they're up gonna worse. They're going to press the red button. Yeah, they're they're going to find press that red button. red button. Yeah. And instead of just going like once, all right, there it's pressed. They're going to go, must press more because you say, I can't keep yeah. doing it. Well, I'm going to keep doing it. The only way, this thing, the only way to prevent somebody from seeing something they want to see it is you don't make it in the first place. And the example that I have is you're familiar with Jerry Lewis's uh, never made film. Yeah. The Day the Clown Cried. Yeah. You've, have you read it? No, I've not read it, but I'm... Okay, we did. This yeah. is way back in the WDP days. I ended up getting a bootleg copy of the script. Really? And so, and I'm just like, because I, again, because I can't see it. He didn't make it, but it sounds so awful. It sounds like, because basically the gist of the story is he's a Jewish clown. He gets put in Auschwitz, um, realizes that the kids are so sad, <laughs> that the kid, the little Jewish kids are so sad. So he dresses up as a clown to entertain the little Jewish kids. Yeah. And the Nazis say, hey, this is a great way. So they get him to lead, like the Pied Piper, lead the children to the fucking ovens. And he doesn't realize what he's doing until he realizes what he's doing is he's (laughs) actually leading them to his death. So he goes in with them to die. That's the movie. It's a terrible fucking, it's just... it's just like the worst, worst it's, idea ever. What's right? the guy? The guy's name that um, <laughs> did Life Is Beautiful, which is oh, like yeah, that's a, a, yeah, like a, a better version. Roberto Benigni, of yeah, which is a great it's movie, same, and yeah, he's like a, great a clown movie, for but, his son, and he doesn't end yeah, up. Yeah, but it's not that it's <laughs> right. not the leading them into right. the thing. And right. so anyway, we ended up getting the script, and we did a stage reading of it. Oh, now, the thing about it is, it was a screenplay. It was never edited down. Uh-huh. So this was like three and a half hour read. So by the t- and it, and also as I recall. As I recall, our heat in the theater, this is the theater over on Halston Belmont, yeah. uh, the, the heat had gone out. So we had this stage reading, and it was 
fucking freezing. So we had hot chocolate, you know, and coffee and, you know, all this stuff. And everybody's bundled up and probably 50 people in the room. And we're sitting <laughs> and reading the day the cr- clown cried. And it was forever. And we had to take two intermissions. It was so goddamn long. Oh, my long. God. But it was, but that's the thing is, why would anybody pay us? Because it was 20 bucks to come in and watch us do this shit. Yeah. And we didn't rehearse it. I mean, you know, we read through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just like, hey, this is so fucking stupid. We got to do this. And people paid and stayed the whole time because you couldn't see it any other way. Yeah. Well, and it's it, there's also like we as humans we do this with with our hearts with love. Like, oh Jesus! If if there's a girl that doesn't like me. I might try a little extra harder to get her to like me. Like, why don't you like me? Why does she, you know, like you really want to go get, but then she's like, oh, I kind of like you now. And it's like, mm-hmm. and that, I'm, and then uh, you John, I'm over yeah, it. It's, if she doesn't like you, you John Hughes her. What is John In Hughes-ing your her? eyes, oh, right. yes. yeah. holding the thing over my head. <laughs> I'm going to stalk you because you don't like me and I love you. So I'm going to keep bothering you until you like me. This is a, a, a fucked up thing about us that, yeah. That's what we do. Like, I can't have that. Yeah. That person doesn't want me. I will do everything I to need press it. that now red I, shiny button. Now I didn't, I went from wanting it, like, yeah, okay, to needing it. Like, yeah, I need I to, because now it. I want to, I, no, I need to see the movie where the Republicans are the good guys, maybe. Exactly. Or I, I, I don't mean, know. The thing I is, just, I need to you know You ban now. it, you ban it, and now, uh, literally, uh, the hunt was not anything that I had even considered as interesting. It just was like, sort of like, ah, oh, here's, you know, oh, here's a movie about whatever, and, and I happen to know Ike Barinholtz, and see, he's in it. And the only reason I know he's in it is because I saw the trailer, and I went. But I didn't even watch the trailer until I heard that it was banned. I'm going to have to watch like, the trailer now. A guy that just committed suicide because he couldn't handle the prosecution of his life and, and the horrifying things that he did in his life. Or was he Frankie Five Fingers Pantangeli? From Godfather Part Two, yeah, where it was like, you know what? Here comes Tom Hagen. You're in prison. You were gonna rat on us, but we're gonna give you a chance. And we'll here's the story of the Roman soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know Robert Duvall, Roman soldiers, and they would kill themselves so that you know that was honorable. And then we would take care of your family. And I don't know if Epstein had any fucking family, but it's like, you know, do the honorable thing, off yourself, or. So it's either he committed suicide out of despair, he was told to commit suicide and he did, Mm -hmm. or did somebody come in there, fucking break his neck and then hang him in the cell, and if that's the case, who did it? Because the thing about it is everybody wants, oh, it's the Clintons. Trump says it's the Clintons that did it. Everybody thinks Trump did it. The thing is, the list... From what I've seen, the list of fucking assholes this guy yeah. peddled pe- peddled little girls to is exhaustive. I yeah. mean, it's a it's it's a massive list of power players from the '80s. So that's the thing: it's just guy, it's the Clintons or it's Trump. Man, that's small. But there are so many fucking power brokers that are now like 70 years old and probably, you know, Rupert Murdoch is in that list. I mean, these are some big money dudes. Jesus. Any one of them, you know, and given, you know, let's be honest, given our country's uh, history of protecting mm-hmm. Jack Ruby and and uh, and ha- Oswald, we're not real good at protecting the guys no. that everybody wants to kill. So, right. 
pretty much, you know, I mean, it- I, yeah, I, I mean, I, so j- full disclosure, um, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein, uh, um, I can't remember what it's called now. Um, oh, Jeffrey Epstein did an Aaliyah at my bar mitzvah, which is when you come up and read the Torah. It's usually reserved for family members, close family member, family friends. So you, you've met Jeffrey Epstein? It's been a long... Jeffrey Epstein is a very close family friend of ours. Um, oh my God, really? Which is why I Do had... Do you think your dad had him killed? No, I don't think my dad had him killed. Okay. Um, I think... We didn't know Jeffrey Epstein. I'm okay, good. I was going to say, because I was, was going like, to keep that, it... I was going to create like, this, like, ex- ex- well, this really ex- exorbitant um, yeah, well, you were, story. You, were, but, yeah. you were walking me right through things like yeah. all Jews know other Jews. That's where I, like, I, I, yeah, yeah, I was I going. Yeah, I don't think that. that's true, but okay, I'm going to go with it because that would be crazy. Uh, w- wouldn't that be like, yeah, like we, and hey, then, my, then my parents had a falling out because he couldn't deliver the goods or, you know, what? <laughs> Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, for your for your bar mitzvah, there suddenly was a seventeen year old girl, and you didn't feel like it was bad because you were just thirteen. So let's go. They were upset because my parents had three boys, and there wasn't a single daughter. So he's like, Jim, we can't we can't be pals anymore. I can't waste my time with your three boy family. Yeah, I yeah. got a I got a jam. I got um, a jam. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm so. <laughs> I don't know Jeffrey Epstein. I don't know what his psyche was like going into jail. You know, like that. I mean, he was fucked, right? Like he was. Oh yeah, he was, he was fucked. fucked in every possible way. Yeah. So, did you hear about the portrait of Clinton, uh, Bill Clinton, in a red dress and pumps? What? There was, a, there was like a painting in all his shit of Bill of Bill Clinton in a dress and pumps. I read that. I don't know That's if it's true. Sweet. Yeah. All right. But it just makes me laugh. It's like, what kind of? It, it, the thing is, my image of the power elite in the eighties is just horrifying. It's just like, it's like an MTV, MTV video gone bad. Yeah. Of just like just, Duran Duran <laughs> hungry. Like the, I mean, you know, it's like, that's what the eighties in my mind, that's not the eighties. I live, but that's what Constant they must have lived. Smoke machines and neon. And just, it's yeah. just like everything and, and whatever I mean, you own, can get. Yeah. My only weird, like sort of like uh touch to that world I will say, was, and this is when I was in college and I went to Atlanta and we went to the Gold Club West, which I don't even know if it exists, but it's a strip club. And uh, I dropped $400 that night so that I could get a trip, a triple lap dance from the three women in the Motley Crew Girls, Girls, Girls video. Because they were stripping, they were they were doing lap dances. Yeah. It didn't occur to me at the time because I was stupid and I was horny and I was drunk. But the fact is, it didn't occur to me at the time that these were women that were in the Molly Crew video, who are now. That's how much the fame has done for them. They're now stripping in Atlanta. It to, didn't occur to, to me to their own song, to their own song. Yeah. But I was like, those are the girls, those are the models, those three women, they were in the girls, girls, girls video. I'm paying $400 to get a lap dance for Stupidest expense ever. Yeah. But that's the one touch I ever had with that sort of 80s thing. Uh-huh. Where there's, you know, this image of like lines of coke. Right. You know, like the Wolf of Wall Street opioid kind of, the, mm-hmm. the, the quaalude. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, so, so I actually think, yeah, maybe prosecuting those people from the 80s is... Uh, it's kind of, it's like the Louis C.K. bit. It's one of my favorite bits is going back in time as a white guy. Like, yeah, we it's the great to be a white guy because you can go back in time. I don't want to travel to the future because they're going to fuck us in the ass. We deserve 
white people deserve to get fucked over in the future because, and so it's it's, it's just everybody. A funny bit. Everybody's I, bill comes due. Yeah, everybody's but I, bill. I, that's the thing is like they. All, Jeffrey Epstein and all these power brokers, they just got to party their asses off yeah. and just get away with everything. And Your at some point, and yeah, karma is going to come after you, and now they're getting fucked. The and universe so like, doesn't right. give a shit about any of us. No. Except for every now and again, the universe goes, wait, wait, what? Uh-uh. And then, yeah. no, and then, take care and of then you get Epstein's. Yeah. Uh, so I think that with, <coughs> excuse me, with Johnny Epstein... What needs to happen, or what happened was... I, With Johnny? Well, Johnny I, Epstein? Yeah, Jimmy, Epstein, Jack, whatever the fuck. Okay, all right, good. That's um, how important he is to you. Yeah, I Friend don't of the family. give a shit, right? Well, no, because he blew my Reddit dad Tora. off. Da- he broke yeah. my dad's Reddit heart. Tora they were fucking best bar mitzvah, friends, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, he gave me my first watch, you know? like I, th- I, th- I think your dad had him killed. I mean, here's the thing, though. In 1994, <laughs> when they had their falling out, you're so spinning this. Johnny Epstein, in a way, killed my dad. Like it broke his heart. <laughs> he lost his best friend. <laughs> you know, and, and in a weird way, I'm my gonna mom... Photoshop. I'm gonna Photoshop a picture of your dad, Jeffrey Epstein, arm in arm with like a like a glass table with like lines of coke. <laughs> You know, and the girls, girls, girls video chicks, the chicks from girls, 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 just doing coke right in Do front it. of them. Yeah. And then I'm going to send your dad that picture and say, I can't believe you knew him and see what he says. You know, but the other thing is that my mom, my mom <laughs> lost a friend and, and my, and I lost, I was, you know, when they, when they had their falling out, I was 15. I lost a friend and I lost access to a lot of hot 15 year olds. Yeah, it's true. You know, uh, but no, I. I think that, you know, he, when he killed himself, when that news came out, or when he first tried to kill himself, I thought, you fucking pussy. Like, you're just, you're, you're taking the cheap way out. You're, you know, fuck you, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Fuck you. And yeah. then when he did it, I went, oh, fuck you even more. But then all this conspiracy stuff happens, and I'm like, I, what is all this shit? So, I don't know. He did, he's got a lot of dirt on people. Did they have him killed? Is it possible? Yeah. People with money and power can make that kind of shit happen. We know that. You know, I would. Did the what Clintons I would like, do it? I don't no. think so. Here's the like, thing: they didn't kill off. Vince Foster either. No. Here's the thing: is there's part what of me. What they did is they would, killed Hillary's chance for president. But that's oh, it. Yeah. That's what, the only what, thing. What, they've what I what I would like to believe. I don't think this is probably true, but I'd like to believe is that he sat in that prison cell and had to really stare stare into the abyss as it stared back in him. Yeah. And he felt such overwhelming shame for the shit that he did, rather than like, oh no, I got caught. But just actually really had a, a moment of soul search and went, I'm so ashamed of this thing that I've done that I just have to kill myself. See, but I don't think that's how it worked. But I, I, I wish I don't that, think, uh, yeah. that would be some sort of karmic justice, I guess. Yeah, but it wouldn't be karmic justice because if he felt the shame and then lived with it, out lived the remainder of his of his full his natural life without killing himself, that would have been karmic karmic justice. All right, that's by fair. killing himself, he's getting rid of that that um, regret, that pain that he had to carry with him. She was only a porn star. She only did adult films for about three months in, just out of college. Yeah. She's basically, gorgeous. She, basically, yeah, she's cute. Um, but basically what was funny to me is like she tells the story where 
her body, she, bad body image. Like I guess she had saggy tits. I don't know. I didn't get too specific. Her boobs are too big though. But well, that's the thing. She it's went a and got much. a boob job. Yeah. She got this boob job, and all of a sudden she's getting all this male attention. She loved the male attention, and then she gets into the porn industry. And on this interview, she talks a little bit about why this seemed appealing, why she wanted to do this. Yeah. So after college, I moved to Miami. Okay, so you graduate, you move to Miami. What's, I'm, I'm always curious, like emotional state. What's your like feeling at this point, moving to Miami? I'm excited to get out of El Paso. <laughs> so I didn't want to go to the West Coast. And I was familiar with the East Coast, but New York's cold and expensive. Yeah. And I did not want to go back to DC. And I wanted somewhere warm, so I chose Miami. All through college, so I, I, had, I started to lose weight my senior year of high school and the weight loss continued all through college until I got to be about, no, I was way skinnier than this actually. I got down to like 98 pounds uh, and because I was eating extremely unhealthy. I was, like it was bad. I was not eating basically. Uh, I gained a little bit of weight back but the first thing to go was my boobs. Mm. And my boobs were probably, I still have my like bra from high school just because I like to hold it up sometimes and go, holy shit. <laughs> so the first thing to go was my boobs. And it wasn't just like, oh, now I have tiny perky oh, yeah, boobs. Like, I looked like I had four kids and I was, <laughs> what, 20 years old? It was so detrimental to my self-esteem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated being in a bikini. Like I couldn't wear certain things. I couldn't even wear a bra without like the excess skin showing. Uh, so through college, I saved up for breast augmentation. Mm -hmm. After I got to Miami about uh, like four to six months into living there uh, is when I made the appointment. The entire time I was, you know, doing consultations, weighing out which doctor I wanted to go to, all that stuff. And finally I chose the doctor, got it done. And I woke up from the surgery and I was like, wow, I'm pretty. Really? Yes. Is that the first time you can remember feeling pretty? Yes. But it was a very unhealthy kind of pretty. Like a pretty where I needed to be told I was pretty. Like I needed that attention because I never got it in high school and I didn't really get it in college because I dressed extremely frumpy. Three weeks to four weeks after my surgery, I was walking uh, down the street in Miami. Uh, it was just like a shop. I was actually walking across from a Pier 1 Imports to like a restaurant across the shopping center. Mm -hmm. And a car literally stops dead on its tracks mm -hmm. and rolls the window down. And they're like, you are so gorgeous. Would you like to model for me? Like, can I give you my card? And, you know, me, I'm like, me? Are you serious? Really? Yeah. Me? Yeah. So I take their card and I go home and I look at it and I Google what it is and it's a porn So company. she does it for about three months and ends sort of like does this hijab thing. They And she didn't come up with it. They came up with it. In fact, in the interview, she says, she remembers saying, you guys are going to get me killed as a joke. But the fact is she suddenly gets death threats, all this stuff. So she gets out of it. She, she gets out of it. She stops doing it. Mm -hmm. But... They, of course, Pornhub, they keep playing it. She is, to this day, like one of the top five ranked porn stars on Pornhub. She made 12 grand. That's it. There are no royalties. There's no residuals. She made 12 grand for three months. Now, this is what I think is interesting. Now, because she's a big sports fan, 
She has turned her knowledge of sports. She is a first-class fucking sportscaster, sports commentator. Yeah. She knows her shit, right? Huh. So I'm watching this video, and I didn't watch the whole thing, but I'm watching this video and her talking about how she got into porn and how she had this whole ISIS thing. Um, and what I thought was fascinating was this: the reason... She ended up having what what really caused a lot of row, I guess, was that she was introduced on a radio show, and she was on the radio show to talk about sports. And this guy, and I watched I watched the guy introduce her. He makes this big introduction to, about her, about how there's these two worlds: this sports casting world and this porn star world, and how they're they're intersecting. And he makes a comment. He's actually really respectful, but yeah, she's one of the top Pornhub stars. However. Don't fuck with her when you're talking about sports because she knows more sports. She will devastate you because she's super fucking smart. So yeah. he introduces her like this and she gets on and she goes, you know, fuck you. And just completely melts down. Like he hmm. has to use the dump button and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is why she's on this life coach thing. And she explains that she's so filled with shame about being a porn star for three months. And it never goes away. It'll never go away because they keep well, running this shit. I mean, she could. She could go to prison and, and kill herself. She could pull a Johnny Epstein. Well, that's the thing. You, and I know you knew me. You know, your family knew me at Khalifa as well. She was actually at my bar mitzvah. Yeah. She was at your bar She's, mitzvah. I danced with her during the, the first champagne snowball yeah, we did. Yeah, pre, pre-op. Pre-op. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, she was born a year after I was bar mitzvahed. That doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would, yeah because yeah, she was because Johnny baby. Epstein bought me a yeah. time machine. He got me a DeLorean for my bar mitzvah. Jesus and Christ. the whole, yeah. So anyway, that's the thing I think is fascinating is, is there's, I mean, there's so many things. Number one, I have to say I'm, I, 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 I admire her because, you know, she just dabbled in this. I mean, three months. Hey, think, don't think, knock it till you try it, right? I mean, well, let me say she just dabbled yeah. into this thing and it blew up. Um, you could say that when it comes to crit- porn, it was just the tip. The turning point, of course, was when I made when I did the hijab scene, the scene in uh, wearing yeah. the uh, hijab. Yeah, uh, that is when the ISIS death threats came in. Um, all of the news broke out globally. Not just in America. Yeah. Uh, it was picked up by CNN, Fox News, Newsweek did uh, a cover story, not a cover story, but a huge profile on it. Um, every USA Today, every single major outlet that you can think of, it was on it. It was trending on Twitter. It was all over the news. Um, I was banned from certain, from like a handful of countries. Uh, I think it was like Egypt and uh, Afghanistan. In, you know, very Muslim countries uh, were deeply offended by it, and I'm Catholic. Mm-hmm. So to me, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, this is bad. What I actually said when they proposed the scene to me, and this is verbatim, was you motherfuckers are going to get me killed. Oh, good. Verbatim is what I said to them. But you said that tongue-in-cheek, right? You didn't actually think this is going to be... Like, I, said it, I said it very tongue-in-cheek. Right. Um, because people like didn't know Like You point. thought it would be controversial, yes, I assume, absolutely. Right? But not, obviously, what it yeah. became. As soon as, like, the day after the scene dropped is when everything blew up. I think I went from 400 followers on Instagram to, like, 200,000 in the span of three days. 
And then it just kept snowballing until I was at like 2 million, uh, like six months later. Okay. And this was after I had, I had quit porn. Yeah. It just kept growing and growing and growing. And then my Instagram account was hacked by ISIS. Her, her porn career was just the tip. But but the thing that makes me sad is is that she is so. You know, I guess I'm. You know I don't know. I don't. I really have an investment. It just I think it's interesting the concept of sex work being something to be ashamed of. Yeah. Because I think she, it's paid sex work. It's not like Jeffrey Epstein. It's not like she was a part of this cabal for the power. She had her own agency. She, mm-hmm. And she talks about it. It's like it was all very comfortable and very respectful. And this was what they did. There was only one cameraman. There was a whole room full of people watching her fuck these dudes and all this kind of stuff. Right. But, she's, but that she is really filled with shame that she did it. <laughs> filled. And, well... And, but now she, but that's the thing is now she has this great career as a sportscaster, yet this continues to sort of haunt her. Yeah. And it, that, that whole concept reminds me of so much of what we're like, it's like James Gunn, you know, he's made Guardians of the Galaxy. He's fucking made this amazing career for himself. And then he gets at least temporarily taken out of the picture because he tweeted some, you know, some and some some you know not I, you know, just some jokes mm-hmm. about rape yeah. and kids, fucking you know, forty years or twenty years ago, and Kevin Hart who said something homophobic twenty years ago. You know, yeah. it's like. So the question becomes, you know, I she's brought it on herself. I'm sure there are people that continue to shame her, but I don't fucking follow her, so I don't really know. But it just like. Isn't there a point where we can say, you know what? People kind of grow. And you grow, allow, you evolve. Yeah. Can we allow for that? And why? And and then on another level, why do we? Why? Why? A does she feel shame? And that's her business. But why right. do we feel like as a society we've got to shame specifically women? We don't do it to men. Yeah. Specifically women for engaging in sex work, which we which we all participate in because fucking Pornhub's one of the it's one of the like the one of the biggest underground economies in the fucking world. Oh, so it's, it's not, not underground. Like, it's, it's not, not underground. like yeah. Well, it's not. It's not. But it's not like we can stand on a moral high ground and go, no. oh, well, those whores doing their thing, and yet we go, eh, 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 you know, and yeah. watch that shit. It's like we're all culpable in it. So where's I just find that to be a real disconnect. I, I don't think it's very fair. It's not fair. And 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 to begin to unpack. Our relationship with sex um, and erotica is a totally different show, and perhaps a, a, a podcast series all itself. You know that we that we could do. Yeah, I mean, two it's, white it's, guys talk about porn. That's the well. Same. I mean, just, yeah. Well, we gotta get we gotta get Sweeney on there because he's got the weird shit. But the but it, it is it's it's absolute bullshit because look. You can make good money as long as you're not forced into it. As long as you're not Johnny Epstein into it, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. You've got your own agency. Like, do this shit. Make the money. Do what you enjoy. Um, you know, if you're shamed because your kid sees it one day, well, then explain to your kid what sex is and why mommy did it, and, it's, and why it's no big deal. Yeah, you know, or why daddy did it for them. You know, it doesn't. It's I yeah, but I mean, for us, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I if I had a daughter. Uh, or shit, fuck it. See, this is here's the pre- there's a problem right there. Is it's so yeah. ingrained in our head? Yeah, that it's bad for women 
to go into sex, and I had to just now create a fake daughter. You had to create a fake daughter so that you could say this is a bad thing. Or what I was going to say or, is... Or, or that you're going to try to not be a bad thing. But it, yeah. Right. That's what I was going to say. But I could do the same thing with my actual son. And, you know, like, would I be ashamed of it? No. But I don't, I don't want him to be in porn just as much as I don't want him to be a writer or to be a lobbyist for... Th- the NRA. You know what I mean? Like there's because well, I think did, that did, there are better things you can do. But maybe there's not in porn. Maybe he could did, make did great Harry, money did, and be happy. Did Harry get his cock size from you or Katie? Because <laughs> if he got it from Katie, he could be a porn star. And if he got it from you, sorry, bub. Uh, I don't even know which way that that insult was going. That I, <laughs> um, I mean, look, he's fifty-fifty for both of us. Um, I think he looks like Katie. I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know. What to so he's got a big dick because he got he got his I dick from Katie. Because Katie, Wait. Katie, Katie, trust me, I know you both pretty well. Katie's definitely carrying the 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 John Holmes cock. See what in I'm that trying family. to figure out is like if this is like that Katie <laughs> actually has a big dick. If this is what you're saying, or if that like her side of the family carries the big dick gene. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing is to watch uh, Glow Season 3, which is now out on Netflix. And I now uh, have to do that, yeah. There is apparently a, an actor who is blonde and has big <laughs> boobs. So, there you go. All right, I love the first two seasons. I can't wait. I'm going to do a watch that you probably haven't heard of. Most people haven't. It's on Netflix right now. You remember Katie Sackoff? From, uh, she played Starbuck on uh, Battlestar Galactica, the reboot. I never saw Starbuck. Battle Galactica. Oh my god. Well then your one of your six things is fucking watch Battlestar Galactica uh, from Sci-Fi Channel cuz that's one of the best goddamn science fiction shows I've ever seen in my life. Really? Oh goddamn, yeah, it's great. Right. Okay. Edward James Almost is fucking Adama. It's great. I can't believe you've seen it. See, I can't stand Edward James Almost. Watch him just watch it. You will All love right. him okay. by the time it's over. Anyway, She's in, uh, and it's not a great thing. It's just kind of, it's kind of pulpy. It's called Another Life. As space, you know, space thing. She's the commander. Um, and basically, it's Katie Sackhoff as a commander on a mission to, you know, uh, find the aliens that have dropped a thing on Earth. And it's basically her and a, on a ship with a bunch of hot 20-somethings. <laughs> We're all just fucking each other. Just fucking each other all the time. Uh-huh. And, and all this drama. And, you know, it's just totally implausible in almost every way. Mm-hmm. But it's... I thought it was very fun. First season was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, and I, had, I just think it's fun to watch. Cool. Another Life on Netflix. All right. Uh, my next thing is to... Uh, hey, get some sleep this week. Uh, I spent a good chunk of this week getting no sleep. I was up for 45 hours straight the other day. Um, pulled like a weird 28-hour day on Monday. I think I don't know. I can't. I can't even keep it straight. 24 um, is the day, so you, you 28 hour is not a day. Well, I, I mean, I that's went more over. than a day. That's what I'm saying. That's, a, that's that's more than a day. That's what I'm saying. Um, right. So I haven't gotten a lot of sleep, and sleep is very important. It uh, is. But I also learned that Superman, I learned this yesterday, Superman doesn't need to sleep or eat. No. I didn't know that. I'm like, of course he doesn't, but I didn't, I didn't realize that was a thing that had ever been part of the Superman story. Because who gives a shit about superheroes 
getting a kip and a bite to eat, you know? But There you go. Exactly. Anyway. Although although the image of, of Superman, like... Like having, snuggled like, up in this cave. Having like a big plate of ribs and then have taken a super shit, that's <laughs> kind of funny to me. That's kind of funny to me. Like Superman's just like, I need some fucking McDonald's. And then just like, I gotta have yeah. me a McD's. Let's yeah. go. Oh, no, I gotta take... Just like a super... <laughs> Bam! Yeah, exactly. Goes right through the, the crust of the earth. Um... <laughs> My second thing is a watch. All three of my are watches. Um, uh, I think. Have you watched the Inventor Out for Blood in Silicon Valley? The uh, the HBO documentary about Elizabeth Holmes. I have watched that. Yeah. I, I you know it's it's a long it's longer than it needs to be by like yeah. an hour. Yeah. But in terms of like looking back at like here are these people that did this horrifying shit, this terrible stuff. And now they're getting their comeuppance. It's actually a really interesting thing mm-hmm. because watching my interpretation of it was the worst thing she did was believe in the mythos of Steve Jobs, that you could just not have any expertise right. and create this giant corporation. And then she got caught up in it and just started stealing money and lying about shit to a point where it became kind of a deadly thing. Yeah, but the problem is that the Steve Jobs thing is everybody always go like, you know, working in marketing, like everybody always defaults to Steve Jobs and Apple and right? Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs wasn't the tech guy. No. Steve Jobs is the idea man. Uh-huh. And the difference between him and Elizabeth, I mean, there's many, of course, but that she could have she did create this yeah, company. A company, a nine the billion dollar company. Is that she was creating um a a commodity, a product that could not exist. Steve Jobs was building this idea around something that could exist and things that do exist and actually work and work really See, well. I'm going to disagree couldn't do with that. that. See, I don't That's think why that, it that was the problem. That's why I it think failed. It, I think it could have worked. I think the difference is, is Steve Jobs had Wozniak, who was a computer expert. And so he, so the partnership yeah. was an idea man and a genius. She had that fucking sunny guy who yeah. was no different than her. She was a marketing, she had ideas and he was a marketer. So she didn't have anybody that was actually an expert in the shit she had ideas about. Well, I mean, she so had scientists was, working on developing this stuff. Well, the she scientists hired like, scientists, it doesn't work. But she, didn't, but she didn't have that one partner that she trusted that could say, no, yeah. fuck you, we have to make this thing bigger. Whatever it happens to be. Well, anyway, I, I think, watch, if you haven't yeah, seen it, we, you And we could it. talk about her, but yes. Yeah, and we can talk about it, yeah. Here's the, just my last takeaway from this. Like, everything she did was fucked up and wrong and weird and fascinating. Um... And dangerous, but her fucking face, her eyes, like her eyes are. Creepy. I mean, you don't even have to hear the story. You just look at her and go, "Yep, she's fucking nuts. She's she is shit. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's weird." All right, go. Um, all right, so my third thing is don't watch Battlestar Galactica. Um, watch Mia Khalifa, and and then. Send her a note, email, social media, just letting her know how much you've enjoyed her videos and that she shouldn't be ashamed because she brought you so much joy um, to your life um, and, and to your sperm that served a purpose while leaving your erect penis. All right. My third thing is a little more in-depth. <laughs> it's a little more in-depth than that is what I think you should do is just watch the one Mia Khalifa in her hijab porn. Watch that, 
But then, not just jerk off to that. In fact, I would just get your stiffy and hold on to it. And then, <laughs> That's the whole don't point. fucking jerk off. No, no. Watch it. And then watch. You don't have to watch the whole hour and a half, but watch her as a, just a, like not sex object, just sitting and having a conversation with this, her life coach who seems a little stoned. But, like, listen to her talk about her experience because it's one of those things. It's like, it, they're, they're, it's this idea that we have this idea that there's this submissive sort of like thing with porn stars is is that many of them have gone on to amazing careers doing something completely outside of it. And I think yeah. I think to kind of take again, it's like taking this world of the sport, this brilliant sportscaster, and sort of just very nice, just very nice person. Yeah. And then sort of intersecting it with the porn, it changes the way it, I mean, ultimately what it reminds me of is when I first came to Chicago, I was alone. Um, I was engaged, but I was all by myself. I didn't have any money. And I would, I would spend time in uh, the Admiral Theater. You know, I'd go there. Mm -hmm. And, and I only went a couple times because what really soured me on there is when you're by yourself, you start seeing all the sort of latent hostility of the men that are there by themselves. Yeah. And 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 I went, I don't want to be like that. And then the other thing I always thought was funny, and my mom always thought this was funny, is that I would go to I would I would go to strip clubs and feel really sorry for the women that were stripping. Yeah. Because I knew their lives could not possibly be very good if that's what they were doing. Yeah. And so I got very empathetic and bleeding heart about strippers I was supposed to be objectifying. So what I'm going to say is... I don't know which is worse. The, <laughs> watch the Kid Jab video, then watch a little bit of the video of her talking and just having it as a human being and see how that intersects. And I think that's an interesting thing to do. It's probably going to ruin porn for us. I hope it ruins porn on some level or at least expands our view of it. There you go. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. You can listen to the Literate Ape cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>